0: i got a heart like Bethlehem, on a silent night There's no room at the end for you to come inside And I'm way too busy now, and it's much too late If you'd been here earlier, maybe I could let you stay You're only looking for a place to be born into life where your power can heal, and your love can revive And I don't know why you chose, to be born into me And it's hard to believe, and receive, and let you in Cause I got a heart like Bethlehem
1: Well there you are. And welcome back to Redemption's Table. And it is good to be back for a few Advent episodes right here before Christmas. Before we get started, I want to say thank you to my singer-songwriter friend, Ross King. That was his 2022 remix of his song, Bethlehem, that we just heard. It's such a good song. I love that line, I keep my dirty barns behind my nice hotels. I encourage you to check out Ross's songs on whatever streaming platform you happen to listen to music. Ross King, and the song is Bethlehem. For 18 years, I lived west of the Pecos, north of the Rio Grande, in the high Chihuahuan Desert, nestled in the Davis Mountains in the mile-high town of Fort Davis, Texas. And for the first nine years of those 18 years, my family and I lived in the adobe parsonage of the Baptist Church. At the time, it was already 100 years old. Walls made of adobe mud brick two feet thick on a road once known a century before as Millionaire's Row. And this is what comes to mind when I think of Christmas and when I think of peace. Going into the Davis Mountains every year to cut down our Christmas tree. I mean, actually getting to chop it down out in the wilderness and then dragging it back, putting it on the car, taking it back to our home and decorating it, our family. Lining the rock wall outside our home and church with luminaries, often coinciding with a fresh snowfall. There's something about the whispered crunch of snow beneath your boots and the way snow acoustically absorbs all sound. That's what peace sounds like to me. Add a dazzling night sky above with the Milky Way glowing like an exposed beam of heaven and then going inside where it was warm and sitting in front of the fire with a Santa Coke. Just happened to bring one with me in the studio. Although, the Coca-Cola Company does not put Santa Claus On their cans anymore they need to bring that back neighborhood mamas selling homemade tamales door-to-door I wish I'd bought more candlelight Christmas Eve services usually at our church at 11 p.m. one hour before Christmas one block from the courthouse with the bells ringing in Christmas Day at midnight those days defined christmas peace for me for 18 years and still to this day i love christmas eve i prefer christmas eve over christmas day it's the stillness it's the hush it's the wonder that's peace but peace is so much more than my recollection of it or your recollection of your christmas or our combined recollections if you go to the scriptures the Bible, here is the sum total of peace references in Scripture connected with Christmas. Isaiah 9, 6-7 through 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government... And of the increase of his peace, there will be no end. When Jesus came, heaven's peace touched down. The reversal of the collapse of Eden instantaneously began, as subtle as a baby's first gasp for breath. The little king of peace is here. His tiny kingdom just claimed its first little patch of terra firma. Terra squishy? might be more appropriate, for it was, after all, a shed for the livestock. But what an inauspicious plot of ground to claim for your kingdom between parents of poverty, tenders of the flock, and barnyard animals. And yet from that moment on, there would be no end to the increase of Jesus' kingdom, and there would be no end to the increase of his peace transforming human hearts. The message paraphrase Eugene Peterson. He says, prince of wholeness, his ruling authority will grow and there'll be no limits to the wholeness he brings. The next mention of peace is found in the gospel of Luke chapter one. Zechariah, who had been serving as a priest in the temple when he was interrupted by an angel, and the angel told him that he and his wife, Elizabeth, both of them were very well up in age. They would actually have a son, and this son would be the forerunner to the coming Messiah. Zechariah didn't believe, and because of his disbelief, the angel said, "'Okay, you're not going to speak until the child is born.'" For nine months he was silent. And then in Luke 176 and following, After he can finally speak again, Zechariah is singing this song. And here's part of the lyrics. He says, and you, my child, talking, he's holding baby John the Baptist in his arms as he's singing this. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. And John the Baptist was Jesus's PR man and he preached the baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Then Zechariah concludes his song. He says, because of the tender mercy of our God by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace. Baptist John was there as a guide. Not a your guide, but a human signpost. Six months before the Messiah, that read, "This is the way to peace, and it will connect you to the Prince of Peace. Walk in this way." Next, peace is mentioned in Luke chapter two. Perhaps the most well-known reference to peace in the Christmas story: Luke two thirteen through fourteen. After a lone angel had startled the shepherds out in the field and told them about the baby Jesus' birth, then it says, Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. This is the birth announcement to what the prophet Isaiah foretold 740 years before it happened. To paraphrase what the angels sang, Peace is here, y'all. The Prince of Peace just claimed his first square foot footage over in a barn behind Motel Six Mites a Night in Bethlehem. Y'all run over there and give it a gander. Then in Luke two twenty nine while eight day old jesus was making his first trip to the temple in jerusalem he encounters simeon it is assumed simeon is an old man it is known that he was righteous and devout god's holy spirit had revealed to simeon that he would not die until he had seen with his own two eyes the lord's christ and as he held the baby Jesus in his arm, he sang these words. He said these words, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace. When you hear it, hear it said that God did not speak to his people for 400 years between the Old Testament and the New, understand it to mean this. God did not speak to his people collectively through the God-breathed scripture of one of his prophets. The pulpits were silent of sermons during that 400 years. The legitimate street preachers were non-existent. But also understand, God did still speak. He spoke to individuals. And here's an example. He spoke to Simeon. But evidently, those whom God spoke to were not commanded to preach what God had said before his people. As in 1 Samuel 3, 1, the word of the Lord was rare during those 400 years. Well, there you have it, all the references to peace in the Christmas prophecies and the Christmas story. So what do we do with peace, this this theme of peace, and where do we go with this a few days before Christmas? Well, we'll leave you with a few possible suggestions. You've already heard me share my Christmas memories. Here's something you could do. Using your own Christmas memories, how would you define peace? Second, define the peace that you want in this life. Third, define the peace that you know in this life. I believe if you'll make the time to do that, and if you will avoid What I call Sunday schooling it up by adding things that sound holy but aren't necessarily true, I believe that could prove insightful. Another way to say that, if if you're going to mention Jesus or God in any of your definitions, and I hope you do somewhere, just make sure you place him where he currently is in your life. Is Jesus the peace that you want in this life but have yet to receive? Or is Jesus the peace that you know in this life? Well, that's all for today. Wishing you and your family a very Merry Christmas coming up. And as we're on our way out, let's listen once more to Ross King's Bethlehem. Until next time.
0: Because I got a heart like Bethlehem, and I hide it well. I keep my dirty barns behind my nice hotels. And you see my great facade, and you're not impressed. You tell your story in the manger of my weaknesses. You're only looking for a place to be born into life where your power can heal and your love can revive. And I don't know you chose to be born into me And it's hard to believe and receive And let you in Cause I got a heart like Bethlehem Oh For years nobody knew us And now when they hear our name they think of Jesus, that little town of Bethlehem. He died that night and was born again. So when you're looking for a place to be born into life, where your power can heal and your love can revive, and I don't know why you choose. To be born into me And it's hard to believe and receive And let you in I'll let you in Cause I got a heart like Bethlehem